Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Hempication. Glad to be recording. April 1st, Friday. I'm not into April Fool's jokes, so don't worry, I'm not doing any. Um I follow Graham Stefan on on uh on well mostly on YouTube, um, but some other social media sometimes, mostly YouTube. And uh I saw one of the uh clips he posted today and it was saying like like a spoiler but like like um that he's not gonna record anymore or something and then I was like first of all this video seems shorter than all his other ones. It was like a nine minute video and his videos are usually longer, like in the teens. And I was like, Okay, that's weird. And then I just started, I I listened to a little, little bit, and then I started reading the comments while it was still playing. And then I was like, oh, like, April Fool's, like, somebody mentioned something about April Fool's. I was like, ah, it's April, freaking April Fool's. Um, so then I didn't even watch the whole rest of the video, because I'm like, well, so long as he's not done, like, I'm not gonna, like, listen to this. Um, but, um, yeah, like, I... I didn't make it up snowboarding today. Just been relaxing. I'm uh got a slight injury in my back. I gotta I gotta make an appointment with a chiropractor because um I'm not too sure what I did. Um, I can think of some things because I did get injured last time as well, and last time I think I made it up one day. And I was really injured for like maybe like three, maybe even three, four days before the pain was subsiding. Um, cause I, oh yeah, cause I remember last time I was working, um, uh, from the hotel and I worked, um, I don't know what day of the week it was, but I remember working one day. And logging off from work, um, heading straight to the slopes. This is when they were still open to like 10 p.m. I want to say this was maybe January, late January. It was maybe 10 p.m. that they were going to close. I don't really like driving those roads at night, but I was like, okay, I have till maybe like almost six, um, almost six until the, you know, until the time changing, uh, oh, sorry, until it's too dark, uh, for me to be comfortable driving, so I was like, I'll make sure I get on the road by, like, 5.45, it's, like, 25 minutes from the hotel, and, uh, 25 minutes isn't bad, you know, I was like, ah, 25 minutes, um, it's kind of, like, right there, um, so I was like, yeah, because, you know, even when it's dark, it's, like, if you've been driving in that, you know, lit condition as the as the night is slowly creeping in, it's like you can kind of slowly feel it. So <clears throat> I kind of was slowly feeling the feeling the you know it was creeping in, um, slowly feeling the um, 
uh, what am I trying to say? I was slowly feeling the, you know, noticing that it was becoming night, but it wasn't like super dark yet. It was like just light enough that like you could still kind of see everything. Um, so I remember doing that one day after work and then the next day, I think something happened the next day where I had to work later. Um, cause I was going to go up just every day after work for like an hour. I only got in like an hour or so, but it's like, whatever, it's a good workout, whatever. Like that's the, that's the benefit of having a season pass is you don't really have to feel pressure to go for like a whole eight hour day. It's like, you know, like, especially if I'm going to be multiple days at a hotel, I can just go up a couple hours, come back, go up the next day, a couple hours, come back. And so I did that and then ended up, you know, the second day, um, I was going to go up after work, but I think I had a, I don't know, my schedule gets weird because I, um, you know, sometimes I just can't focus during work or just, I don't know, like I'm, I'm still trying to like get on point with this work from home stuff, but like a remote work, um, but the work gets done. But a lot of the times the client work, I do that during office hours in case I need to consult or something. But a lot of times, you know, I might not be done with the documentation portion. And so I'll do that like when I kind of want to. Sometimes I'll be like, you know, I would have logged off work already, but I'm like, well, I still have to document like five or six things. And so I'll still maybe like eat dinner first and then, you know, go exercise and come back to it or whatever. Like on a, on a, not like every day, but like, you know, sometimes I just like curb my, curb my schedule to meet my energy. Like when sometimes I'm just, you know, my energy's off in the mornings or like afternoon, I'll have a dip or just depending on the day. And so it was kind of one of those days where something had happened, I guess, where I was working later than I had expected. And I was like, well, it's going to be too dark for me to go anyways, because I had to leave like exactly at four to get there near 430. And you know, you still have to put your gear and like check gear, put the gear on it, like do all the stuff with the gear. It's not like you park and then just run in. It's like you park, um, you come in, you know, there's like a whole thing. Um, there's like a whole process to this. And then you get to the slopes. Um, and I think something like I was like mostly wanting to like try out my new action camera. And like, I did this board mount, these board mount shots. Um, uh, like some footage and I was going like really, really slow. Like, um, and I'm working on my like legs balance this year, this season. Cause like it's way off, but I mean, the new boots are helping. Actually, I'm noticing a huge difference with having just different boots that are comfortable, that are fit right. And that are, um, secured and like lightweight. And I've never really had boots. I've been like over the years purchasing, purchasing gear little by little um to the point where it's like okay like I have all my gear now but now it's like at first it was all like completely used gear and now it's like as I'm going up more and getting a little better I'm like more comfortable getting gear that's like a little more like up upgraded and not like super pricey necessarily but just something new um that has like good reviews to it and stuff that I know like I'm not growing other than like when I get fatter like I'm not growing so it's like I can buy stuff that fits and not really have to worry other than when it wears out like you know technically I don't need another thing so um yeah I was kind of worried and then you know I wasn't gonna make it up and 
I think that was a Friday. That next day was a Friday, maybe. Yeah, because I remember having a meeting. So it must have been a Thursday because we have Zoom meetings. I must have gotten there on maybe a Wednesday or whichever day. I was there during a Zoom meeting. That's all I remember. And then um, the next day was maybe like a Friday. And then I remember like my back was so tense that day. And it kept like, I don't remember it being that tense the first day I went up the first time and mind you I only went up like an hour or so um can't recall if I stretched or whatever and then like I probably had some back pain but just maybe ignored it and then it got really bad by the next day when I was working and I thought because it was I was pretty slammed that day and I was thinking like as far as work I was pretty slammed and I was like you know it's end of week and you know or whatever I don't remember the exact day of the week but anyways I just remember it being um pretty um uh like challenging I guess you could say it was um I remember it being pretty um like like I just thought I I really thought in my mind like I'm probably stressed, like, I'm just really tense, physically tense, because I do, I I don't commonly have back pain like that because of stress, but that wouldn't be, like, abnormal, like, if I was, like, physically kind of, like, having those somatic kind of symptoms because of stress levels, that wouldn't be, like, like, it's, it's, it happens or has happened at least in the past enough that like that is a go-to kind of like um like reason for me I'm like uh like yeah I was I'm probably you know not really because I didn't do anything to get injured snowboarding the day before um I was riding like green slopes I was just chilling uh working on my carving a little bit working on my balance and my my stops a little bit and just like working on the you know just getting the feel back you know I wasn't really, um, I wasn't really doing anything, uh, like, too, too, like, I wasn't trying, like, I don't even have the skills I used to have when I was, like, early college, you know, when I was, like, more fit, and I was, like, you know, I was able to kind of get the maneuvering down, like, now it's, like, the fitness part is, like, one of the bigger aspects for me so that's probably what's going on but I don't really tend to go up cold um last season I had a I had a short season like a short amount of times I went up last season I think I did like a hotel run like maybe once for like maybe one or two days or something last season uh I may have done that once may have done it twice max um to my local mountains that I recall and then um maybe once or twice and then um just like that's all I remember like yeah once or twice and um I'm trying to think yeah that's all I can really recall is going up once or twice in the more like yeah in the mountains in 2021 and then going to Taos with friends um and when we went to Taos we went 
two days we me and one of my other friends snowboarded two days the other friends they did like a one day pass and they um didn't snowboard the whole day like they were I think they a lot of them started like half day and that like includes like you know getting the gear and stuff and then a lot of them didn't like stay on the full day and then some of them didn't do it because they were like injured or hurt or the boots didn't feel right or like something didn't feel right or like they didn't know the skills or like whatever there were like multiple reasons why the other crew just the rest of our crew just wasn't really in the headspace to really do the snowboarding stuff or skiing some were snowboarding some were skiing um and I was like working on fitness for a while for that trip and I remember going up and and being like thank god I I had you know exercised and stuff you know, and then this season, I feel like I've been a little, like, more on point with my workouts a little bit. Like, I've been spending more time in the gym, but I really just don't know. Like, the last week, I really didn't do much gym, you know, because it was like, you know, whenever I'm kind of like having like this whole menstrual cycle you know, I'm just like, damn it. Like, I just, you know, I don't really go to the gym or anything like the first few days. So I didn't. And then, you know, then I came up to the mountain. So I'm like, I'm not completely cold, but it's like maybe about um, six, five, five to six days kind of like off of of like a heavy workout. Um, and, you know, I still do like light workouts. I think today is... Friday, Friday, I went up snowboarding yesterday, Thursday, um, the last workout I had before Thursday morning, because I did work out before I went to the mountains, I was, I think it was like Sunday, but it was Sunday night, Sunday night, so I worked out Sunday night, um, so yeah, between Sunday and Thursday, so that shouldn't be problematic, and then I did like a 15 minute warm up. Thursday before this, you know, like yesterday before I went up um, snowboarding. So I was doing like heavy, like jumping jacks and push ups, sit ups, um, some yoga. Um, I just did like a single, a single set of everything. I just did like a one set each, um, just at a uh, like slow speed into high speed or slow intensity into a higher intensity, and then made sure to stretch out really, really good. And then I I felt fine. I felt limber. I felt good. And then I drove up 25 minutes, changed up my gear and, you know, um, started snowboarding. And, uh, you know, I felt fine. And I'm not sure if it's when I was putting all my gear into my gear bag and like throwing it into the into the car. I'm not sure if it was the bag, the heavy bag being shoved in the car um because I kind of picked it and swung it in there that may have you know made my back feel pulled or maybe taking it out to put it back in the hotel but I noticed once I got to the hotel I was like oh my back's a little it was pretty it's pretty sore and I noticed it kind of the difference between when I got to the car after snowboarding and that 25 minute drive back to the hotel that was a massive difference with my back pain and I had a um I had like this back massager that I was using I took a really hot shower and just like 
I took a hemp plus to go to sleep. And, you know, I, I was, it was really tense. I was really sore last night. Um, but I woke up and I felt fine, uh, mostly fine. And then, um, I could still feel it was like a little tender. Like there's, there's still a little, like maybe slight bruising from the, from the, from the massager and, but yeah, it's just kind of weird. Like this is the same back injury I've had like twice now. So my plan to come up here, um, end of season for mountain high was to come up, um, and, you know, just be here for like snowboard four days, but not like four straight eight hour days, especially because the conditions are so crummy up there right now. Like that's how it is. End of season, like they're not like blowing new snow, like it's groomed in the morning, but it just melts. It's like 50, 50 to 60 degrees out. Like it's hot. It's Southern California. So, um, yeah, I just was like, okay, well, you know, I was like, part of me was like, I want to go up today. And then the other part of me is like, no, stay back. You know, I was even like, okay, I'm going to like hit the gym at the hotel and like maybe go to the pool, like get in a workout and like go hiking. I'm like, no, don't do anything. Just stay there. Just stay put. So I was like, okay, I'll do some more creative stuff. And like, you know, so yeah, I was, I've really been kind of like, thinking more about like, you know, there's a concert coming up on my birthday. I recently checked about this metal show. Uh, I was, I was looking at metal shows coming up and I searched, uh, local ones and one that I want to see, I want to see Coheed and Cambria in San Diego. Um, they're playing on my birthday. Um, so I'm, I might go to that show. Um, just like general admission, basic tickets. I'm not paying like I think in the pit it's like five hundred to seven hundred dollars or something. I'm not I'm not paying all that. But I um I'm gonna do the general mission at least, you know, and just rock out. Even if I go solo by myself, I don't care. Um and then have a good time, um <clears throat> just like exercising with the dancing and stuff. Um but you know, I I was watching some of Chris Garza's, um, the Garza podcast, um, and I was re-watching an interview that I really loved, um, that kind of more recently got me back into, you know, being kind of more, a little bit more involved with music, because um, I've been kind of out of the game for, like, a really long time, um, as far as, like, playing. I don't do any kind of performance stuff anymore at all, ever since I'm not connected with the church, and I don't really play with friends and like I don't really go do like karaoke being at bars anymore um that was kind of the last of the um live music type thing that I would say that I was ever involved with um but I kind of liked his podcast and um and I liked his interview with Meeks Roscoe and I remember I was like a, a really big Cole Chamber fan um and I was remembering um when my mom got me my RG series, is an RG series 320DX, um, Ibanez, the 24 fret with the double locking tremolo. I remember she got that for me. I was looking up, I was trying to look up the details and I'm like, man, like that came out in 1998. Um, so that must've been when I had it. Cause I remember my senior year 
writing, uh, I think we had to write haikus and I wrote haiku about my Ibanez. Um, I used to play guitar like at least an hour a day, if not more. And, you know, it was usually the same song, like Metallica ballads and stuff. Um, but yeah, I was really into it and was doing pretty good at it. And, um, I really liked staying, um, you know, connected with, with music and everything, but I, I, you know, I, I was thinking like, you know, I never really talked too much about, you know, my history with music or anything like that. Cause I'm like, um, it's kind of interesting that I just haven't really touched on it too much. And especially considering how much a part of my life it was since, since I was young. Um, I think I've talked maybe a little, but so I'll just say like, Overall, with music, um, up up until, like, I would say, let me see, my last birthday, I did karaoke on my birthday. Um, so that was last summer. Um, and it was a karaoke room with friends that I invited uh, for my birthday party. Um, and... I don't remember, I don't think I've done any karaoke since then. Um, and mind you, we're not like trying to like sing like really good or anything. It's just fun to just do music with other people. Um, so yeah, other than the karaoke last year, and my birthday's August 13th. So yeah, I can't remember doing any other music. Like, I've gone to concerts since then. I've been to CrossFest, the one at Petco in December. At the end of last year, right before Christmas, I've been to... Have I been to any concerts in 2022? I feel like I have. I just don't know what I went to. I don't remember when I went to that one. It was like cover bands, like Metallica, Rage Against the Machine... Um, I think it was like Poison. I can't remember. There were like three or four cover bands that I went to see in uh downtown San Diego. Um I think I saw Unearth. That was that was before the Rona. So probably twenty nineteen ish. I'm trying to think of when I saw if I saw any concerts after December. I feel like I did, but I just can't remember what it was. Um, oh man, I really can't remember what it was if I did, because I feel like I've been just like focusing on snowboarding and trying to get to the mountains. Um, I think CrossFest at Petco, December 2021, that must have been the last concert I attended. Um, I don't know. Unless there was something with, like, a DJ. I mean, I've gone, like, to a couple clubs and stuff this year, 2022. <clears throat> a couple club nights and stuff, but... Yeah, I don't recall any 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 live bands. um, Any live music or anything. Like, I like DJs. I like metal. I like rock. I like pop music. I like, you know, R&B. I like um, hip-hop. You know, I, I like just about everything. Um, it's more so like what I'm in the mood to hear. Um, that's what I make decisions on more so is what I'm in the mood to hear. But so yeah, when I was, when I was younger, 
So that's probably the most recent thing I've done. And then when I was younger, the first time I started getting involved in music that I remember um, was primary, primary, uh, my primary um, youth Sabbath school group called the South Bay Junior Jammers. And my dad and uh, my dad was one of the Sabbath school teachers. And then he had like two friends. Um, one of them was the principal's, the school principal's daughter and then her best friend. So the three of them would do our Sabbath school class. <clears throat> so this was before high school. This was before um, seventh or eighth grade. That must have been in like maybe sixth grade or lower. And then I remember in like fifth and sixth grade, we had like recorders. And then I remember in third grade, we did a performance for like the Christmas play where we had like a lot of us with those like handbells. Um, so I'm trying to think back, like other than like little school plays and stuff, they did like school musicals. Um, other than the school musicals, um, <clears throat> we and the recorders and then like music classes. Um, I was involved more when I was like in a band. Um, <clears throat> so let's see. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just like it's been a bit of a nostalgic kind of experience, you know, because I was thinking about like songs I want to play and like songs I used to want to learn that I never really learned and songs I'm probably gonna be learning when I pick up the guitar and probably like during this weekend to try to like pick out some stuff um but I was thinking about it and this is like yeah so the evolution of my music involvement um but I was really interested in music since I was really young um I always really liked it I always really enjoyed it but also being like a shy person I kind of learned, you know, like, uh, like maybe don't sing out loud, maybe don't, you know, but I remember singing like Whitney Houston, like the Bodyguard album and like, like Mariah Carey, you know, the album with like, well, I don't know if it was her debut album, the one with Vision of Love and like those kind of albums. Cause like, you know, my parents were in the music. Um, my dad played harmonica and had like this 12 string guitar and uh, my mom had this auto harp and then we had a piano. Oh, I forgot. I'm just like, I don't know how I forgot this. We had a piano when I was in like third third grade. I started taking lessons. And the I've talked about this before, though, that the church got a, got a piano, uh, a new piano or something. Like we had a pastor that was like in charge of like, you know, different, different things needing to happen in different churches. And they had this old piano at one of the churches. And I guess my dad, um, somebody contacted my dad and like asked us if we could, um, um, like asked us if we wanted it. So we took it. It was old. It was so old. Um, but I mean, it worked enough to like learn to play. So like I would learn to play. Um, <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure I was in like fifth and sixth grade I think I started in third grade but then or maybe fourth grade 
Maybe, I don't know. But I remember being in fifth and sixth grade because the piano teacher used to come to try to, she used to come to have to get us for our classes. Um, and I remember this piano, it was an upright, um, just old. Um, you could tell it wasn't like tuned properly, but it was like whatever. Like you just kind of get used to the bad tuning. And I remember playing that like Father I Adore You song. It's like a Christian contemporary, like old, old school song like the 90s maybe even before um and I kind of had this like harmony piece that I played um with it and then we just had the lessons we had the skills lessons and then like the song lesson books and we just did one lesson a week and I'd go to piano classes but I think I, I mentioned I don't know if it was on this podcast or somewhere else where I was talking about like my family with like finances and like um so I remember like there were times when I guess my family didn't really pay the bill for the teacher and so like she wouldn't like be there you know so I would like come to class and like she wasn't there like because she would usually come to the class to get us when it was our time but then I would other times I'd be like let me go check if the teacher's there and I go look and she wouldn't be there but I do remember her kind of slightly saying like hey like tell your dad to pay I think it was like 25 bucks a week or something I can't remember but um, I guess nobody like formally told us that we weren't taking lessons anymore. Like my dad never said anything. And I remember trying to show up to the piano class a couple times, um, the following weeks. And then the teacher was never there at the time that I was supposed to be there. Cause I remember, I think one week when I went, she was like there, but I guess my, my dad hadn't paid or something. Um, so she kind of felt like pressure to like give me the lesson, I guess. But I mean, um, we just kind of didn't. Um, I guess we played. I don't know what the heck. I don't. I don't remember. But like, I think I taught myself the rest of that book. Um, and we did like recitals and stuff. But like, I was never formally involved in music for a while after that point so that was maybe fifth fifth grade or so up until I think I started playing guitar when I went on my first mission trip when I was in eighth grade and I saw other kids playing guitar they were around my age and I remember that was around the time when like Tracy Chapman came out with like give me one reason and like um, Eric Clapton um, Tears in Heaven I don't know maybe that song is older but I remember Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton was the first song I learned. I didn't learn the whole entire thing, but, like, um, I could play, like, the main rhythm, uh, the main, not, not, like, the lead, but the main, probably first, second verse, maybe bridge. I don't think I knew the solo or outro parts or any of the, like, lead riffs or anything, but I remember that was, like, one of the first songs I learned. And then, um... I had this guitar that I'd gotten for like Christmas when I was like 10 and it came with a book. I remember on Christmas day, my dad teaching me how to play like the G chord. Um, but the way he described it was, he was saying like, you have to put your, um, finger on the string, like right where your nail touches the skin, like right underneath the nail. And so, I was trying to play like that and I was like, well, this hurts. I'm never going to like learn how to play this thing. Uh, I didn't know that you were supposed to use like 
the more padded part of your finger, not like underneath your freaking fingernail. And so I was like, I didn't really know until I went on that mission trip because he taught me like I thought he was going to teach me how to play. Um, So he got me, you know, a book that went with it. And there were like nylon strings. And it wasn't a it wasn't a it was a beginner guitar, but it wasn't a classical guitar. But it was like a small kid sized guitar. Um, And I was jamming on that thing from probably. um, So I I picked it back up when I was in like eighth grade or so after I came back from that mission trip because I knew how to play some of Tears in Heaven. I think I learned how to play some of Tracy Chapman's Give Me One Reason Um, because I was on a mission trip with kids that were a little older and they were like all into music and like grunge music and stuff. And so they played. And then, uh, so I remember, um, um, getting into guitar because I had a lot of friends into guitar and I already had a guitar. Um, and after that trip, you know, because the kids were the ones leading the music, I was like, well, here, these kids lead the music. And so, like, I could probably learn these songs because, like, I played them at church and stuff. All Like, I heard them all the time because I was like, my family was so involved in church. And so it was like contemporary Christian kind of acoustic songs. And I was very familiar with the music. We were singing it on, on like, when we would go on these trips or retreats and all this kind of stuff. And so... I came back after 10 days of being with these kids. Um, and first thing, you know, one of the first things I remember was, you know, picking up the guitar. I think I had to learn how to tune it or something. And I'm pretty sure we had the piano. Um, and I tuned. Um, no, we had the piano after we had the piano after. But I tuned. Um, no, we had the piano before. No, wait. So we got the. I got my guitar when I was like really young. We got the piano after I'd already had that guitar. And then I started playing piano around fourth or fifth grade or so. And then I got a keyboard, um, a Yamaha, like PSR 520 or something like that. It was like the keyboard with the cartridges. So I got a keyboard um, because I remember when we no longer had our piano, I still had the keyboard. Um, and then I got a guitar too. So I have had a guitar and a piano. I still have the same piano, the same keyboard. Um, and, um, and then, yeah, having that little beginner guitar. And I remember like, this was so long ago. I still had like a toy box and I was sitting on top of my toy box while my dad's like in the kitchen cooking like dinner or whatever because he would cook these elaborate like weekend meals where it would be like so much food and so he was in there for at least a couple hours and I was like playing I remember playing those riffs that I learned that was probably the first time he had ever heard me playing um because I remember soon after that he got me a guitar and it was a really nice guitar it was like an Fender acoustic electric guitar um and he got my brother the same one and I want to say I was in about I must have been in about ninth grade at that time because I I met a friend, but I had always wanted an electric guitar because I was really into into rock music. Um, 
too. And then, because that's the kind of music I wanted to play. Like, I was into all kinds of music, but I mostly was interested in playing, like, rock music. Um, and um, I remember my... Um, uh, my dad got me and my brother those acoustic guitars, both of us. And then we played a lot you know like I remember meeting this friend um he had like a regular like Yamaha guitar and then we used to play at our church we used to like my um my uh uh principal at that school she used to have this classical guitar acoustic that she would keep in her office and then me and him knew about it so there was some time on Fridays I guess during lunch or sometime during Fridays where we would like ask her to borrow her guitar and then she kind of noticed that me and him were like playing all the time and then she had me him and this other student named Katrina lead the Friday chapel worship music um I'm kind of just I just totally forgot about that but I must have been in like ninth grade at least because that's when I met him he was in my brother's year but me and this guy are the same age. He just had a birthday in March and my birthday's in August, but we're the same age. And um, he and I were kind of like buddies, but like had a lot of the same hobbies. So like I was into artistic things like artwork, painting, drawing. So was he, I was into, you know, playing guitar. So was he, um, he was more into acoustic stuff. Um, I was more into like metal, like punk. Um, but, you know, we were both, like, from the same church denomination and went to the same school for a while, so, you know, I had someone to kind of play music with, and, um, we played Friday chapels, we, I think around that time, we started a band in about, I want to say I was at least in 11th grade, but maybe we had the band before that, because I remember practicing Friday nights and then Saturdays after church in my friend's garage almost every single week. Um, And so we practiced a lot and we did this for like years. We would at least practice Fridays and Saturdays for hours, um, for years. Um, Until I think pretty much almost until we all just like graduated from high school because we were all the same year. And then we all just kind of went our separate ways for high, for college. But, um, well, some of us did. But, um, yeah, I was, I was, I remember getting my, getting my electric guitar was one of the more exciting things for me because, like, um, that was more what I was interested in for my own personal interest. Like, acoustic got me playing time, especially because I was so connected to church. Um, they were always like wanting guitars and stuff. And so I would just pitch in the volunteer to play. But, um, I'm trying to think there's something before that though, something musical before that, but I can't remember what it was. Like it was before our bands. Um, cause we were... I think we were called Trademark when we played at church. And then outside of church, we were Civic Threat sometimes. Because um, we would play, like, like where I lived, it was, you know, there were, like, 
like punk was kind of popular um so i remember playing punk music kind of punk style we wrote like christian type music mostly mostly i think it was because that was where we were able to play and because you know the friend's house who we played at they were pretty religious so we weren't really able to like just be like jamming to secular music all the time so we weren't really able to play um Uh, like we were, we, we weren't really able to play like secular music. So we mostly just wrote like Christian songs. And then, um, I don't know, like, yeah, I would play with them. I'll play with like other friends. I remember playing with like, I don't know, like I remember playing like with other people um like i don't really know like i yeah i just i i just remember being super into music oh that's what i was going to say i used to listen to music um uh, before we moved um from westchester to torrance um i used to play uh music on my walkman like all the way like to and from uh school so that was at least 30 40 minutes if not almost an hour to get to school every day and then all the way home um because it was la driving la traffic my mom would drive us to and from school um sundays when we would do sports league i remember listening to the get up stand-up show on what was uh, 92.3 back then i don't know what it is now um in la it was a it wasn't power 106 it was the other kind of hip-hop and r&b station with the modern music not not kggi um but yeah, we used to uh, play, you know, um, me and my brother both had Walkmans, like the, with the tape, cassette tapes, and then like eventually we got Discmen, um, I just remember always needing batteries, and then I remember like the headphones going out, and I remember a lot of my allowance went to um, buying music, purchasing music, so I remember like writing down lyrics because like back then like we didn't really have like internet to be like printing out music and like looking up songs and stuff so I remember writing them writing I would write down lyrics um especially when my friends I had some friends that were like into like the same kind of music so I remember like we would exchange like cds and stuff when we were like probably in like ninth grade or so I don't know ninth grade-ish we would exchange like cds and then I remember like some of my a, a friend of mine who had like an older brother um he was into rage against the machine and he was always talking about rage against the machine i was like what and he's like you gotta hear this album evil empire and i was like what and so i remember like borrowing it from him i was like oh this is like so awesome and one of my other friends kurt the one i'm, I'm gonna go snowboarding with up in mammoth in a couple weeks um we're, we've known each other since like we're five years old um and he um he got me into papa roach um, but I remember, like, because I like guitar, I would always, like, be interested in the guitarist. But, um, so, yeah, like, Tom Morello, like, um, who's Papa Roach with the Schechter, he, uh, Jerry Horton, like, you know, like, even Incubus, Mike Enzinger, and, like, you know, like I mentioned before, Meigs Rascone, and, like, all these, like, guitarists that I was, like, totally into. 
um, their styles and I would like get the magazines and like study the tabs. It was like Guitar World magazine, then Guitar Player magazine and acoustic guitar. And like I used to just spend a lot of my funds on like, you know, guitar strings and music and picks. And you could tell where my head was like I was totally into it um, when I was young and I guess my family didn't it was kind of weird because as conservative as I would say my parents are like my brother was into breakdancing and he was always bumping like Wu-Tang like like and dancing in his room and like um like it was like full blast music it was so loud and like you could hear it word for word and you know no one ever really said hey quiet down hey pipe down hey you know um be quiet or whatever like my parents just let him play his music and let me play mine. And we weren't loud late at night. Like, usually by dinner, by the time we had dinner, we were, like, done. Um, so he would be in his room with his, like, dancing and, you know, parental advisory music. And then, like, I would be in my room, you know, with my, you know, playing my guitar and stuff. And, like, I would usually just sit on my amp. Um, I remember I had a desk chair, but I think I used to just sit on my amp. And I would just sit there and play and like, it was just like, I don't know, like, like where I completely stopped, but I, that was totally my main focus for like the majority of like my high school years. I would just come home, you know, play guitar um, for like hours, 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 you know. And then at the least, you know, when I started getting more involved with like church music, I will play, um, I will play, um, church music, like with the church, with the, you know, I'd practice with the church people, um, like Friday nights to play on Saturday mornings for the service. And then, um, yeah, um, there were some times where they were like, oh, bring the guitars. Like, if it's Beach Vespers or something, bring the guitars. And then um, we would play with our guitars. We would bring our guitars and stuff. And um, I remember being like, like, I don't know, like, where was I? I was... Yeah, I played I played pretty heavily all through all through um like I just I used to play like pretty much every day. Like even in college I played a lot. Grad school is when I played the least. So a lot of things when I started grad school, not not well, I played in grad school when I was in LA. Um, I played with a friend, um, he would sing and I would play, but it was different kind of music. It was, it was, uh, I only have one friend that I was really able to play the music that I was like truly more interested in. Like she was more interested in like AFI and like, um, like kind of like rockabilly punk style music and like, um, like metal and all the kind of like heavy stuff. Um, she still is, and so, like, we saw an Unearthed show before the pandemic, and then, um, she took me to see AFI finally, um, I think it was, like, before that, maybe, like, the year before that, and then, um, yeah, so there's been a huge gap in, like, my music, my music, um, consumption, and, 
I don't want to call it production, but um, there was a point where I started just like selling stuff. So like when I started grad school in San Diego, it was for a doctoral program that I wasn't able to finish. But um, I was like, I did three years in, but I remember the first, it was probably the first three years I lived with this guy um, and his kid um, and he was cool and I would play. And I remember him saying, like, like, oh, like, you know, what you're playing, that was, like, beautiful music. And so he was saying, like, I, I left my door open so I could, like, hear you playing. And I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't know you could, like, hear. And so I started putting it, um, like, I started just plugging in my electric because I had this little mini amp and I would plug my headphones into the mini amp because I was like, I know he liked hearing it, but I wanted to just, I kind of keep it to myself, and I'm still kind of that way. Like, I play, but, like, when I play, I keep it to myself. I'm not trying to, like, share. It's just my own thing. Um, and then I remember, um, yeah, like, he, he used to, he, he had a certain time started going to, going to law school or something. I don't remember what it was that, uh, why he was kind of like out of the house for a certain amount of time and my the back of my um room faced um well my my bedroom window faced the back of the um the parking lot of the of the apartment complex and so I remember seeing his like I would see his car when I would see his car come up or when I would hear the car come in um because I would try not to play so loud that I couldn't hear um, I would stop playing when he would come home. And I remember um, I started getting more into singing when I moved to San Diego because I was like, OK, like, like, I'm kind of like really shy. So, like, you know, I never was liking to sing when I was like living in L.A. with my family. Um, and I would just sing more when I was in San Diego. And then I remember singing, um, like learning songs uh, like, cause I've been, there are a lot of songs that I've been playing since I was like young. And so, you know, um, I can easily just jam on the same thing for like ages and ages and ages. And then, um, I remember playing and so I started to play more. I started to, um, kind of like jam on, um, on, um, you know, the singing, I remember getting a mic, because I was really into singing, but I would still visit LA a lot, so on the weekends when I would be up in LA, I would bring a guitar still, um, this is around the time when, um, Justin Bieber had that journals album, um, because I remember I was, like, learning those songs, because they were, like, simple, but I kind of liked them, like, lyrically, I found them relatable, just kind of, like, the romantic side of just, like, how it was kind of like not innocent necessarily but like I kind of like music like that this kind of like talking about your connections with people and like kind of like some of it's fun some of it's like like the struggle with it and like you know I just I like that it was kind of like a different style of um kind of meaningful music and kind of liking his story of how he was like on YouTube and like busking and like that kind of stuff and so I kind of liked his story and got really into him as like a musician which is kind of weird because I mean <laughs> you know but I do like because like he the first things I heard him the first music I kind of heard about him was his acoustic style like sitting on the stoop like playing 
um, acoustic uh, music. And so I was like really into it because I was like, I wasn't necessarily into him as a guitarist. I was more into him just as a musician in general and his singing. And like when I started listening to the lyrics that weren't the covers, I was like, oh, like I kind of like, I think that Journals album was the first album that I um, started liking by him. And then I started just like learning the songs that I knew because I would sing. I remember now I used to sing that album a lot. Whenever I would drive to and from L.A., I would just like sing the whole album. And that would help me practice my singing because it was like I need an album that I'm actually like that I actually like that I'm into. That's actually something I sing like that I would sing versus like, you know, metal. Like I can't I don't know. Like I'm not really I don't see myself really singing metal like it's not. As, as much as I love it, I love to listen to it and stuff. I just, the screaming and stuff like that, I'm not really into that for myself to do. But, I mean, I've done karaoke with friends that like to scream with their karaoke and stuff. And that's fun. Um, we used to give the screaming parts to one of my friends. But, um, yeah, I used to like listening, you know, to Bieber. And, like, I would get to L.A. And then I would have my mic set up. And, like, my parents would go to church. So I would have these, like, golden moments where it would be, like, okay, they escaped to church or, like, the roommates out of the house or, like, whatever. And I'd be, like, singing and playing. And, like, otherwise I was just within my comfort zone just knowing people are always around. And I was, like, okay, like, I just got to deal with them being there. But um, I was never fully, like, comfortable just, like, trying to sing. And then, yeah, so I would sing um, in San Diego when the, when the, when the roommate was not home yet. And then I would sing in a, in LA when, you know, my parents were out at church. So that was usually from like, um, I don't know. Let's see. Let's say the service starts at like 11. Um, so they would leave around 10 something and probably wouldn't come back until like, I would know like when they said they were on their way home or when they said like, okay, what do you want for lunch? Or are we meeting for lunch or whatever? Um, they would tell me either that we're going to eat out and like get ready to meet us here or, um, or we're going to meet, we're going to eat there. Um, so we ate either out or they would bring takeout home. Um, and it was almost every single Saturday. So I was like, they usually would contact us when they were out of church so you could kind of tell are they coming home or am I going to eat lunch with them but either way it was like they would contact us and so um I would know kind of like when somebody was going to be home and then um at this time I guess my brother and sister had moved out too so I was just in the home by myself and that was the only time I had by myself and I was like, I'm going to play guitar and so um, and sing. And so that was pretty valuable for me. Um, and so that was probably up to like three years into grad school. And then um, I met somebody probably like my fifth year in San Diego. Um, I met somebody. We were going out on dates. She was a musician. She played guitar, played um Mm, play guitar, played, um, um, she was more of a drummer, but played guitar too. Um, and she was really into drums and she would play at the, at the drum circle at Venice. That was kind of her main, um, focus was the drumming. And then I would, I would 
you know, like we would we connected on a lot of different levels, but um I was mostly, you know, I borrowed her guitar for like quite a few months and I remember uh I don't remember when I returned it, but I think there had been like a death in my family. I just can't remember who because I remember telling her about it and then I think she needed the money, like she needed her guitar to sell it for money or something so she's like could you like bring it to me and so I brought it to her because it was hers you know she let me borrow it for a really long time and then uh I brought it to her and then um uh yeah that's so I remember that and then when I moved to La Mesa, I would play guitar down the street in in the parking lot in my car. Um, I would either go, there was a parking lot at, I would mostly go to the one at the back of this like urgent care and I would just go play there. Um, I feel like there was a second spot. I can't remember where it was, but I know I played there a lot. And then there was a security guard once that I remember came up and he was like, um, asking me what I was doing or like what and I was like because I guess you know San Diego people sleep in their cars and stuff and you're not really like allowed to just like post up and like sleep in your car and like I would just get out of the house because like I've always been sharing places with people so it's like I can't just be like playing and playing and playing especially if it's like ten thirty at night and so I was like you know that would just get me out of the house get me into my own space and I just sit in the back of my car and jam and then you know, when I get tired, I just go back home. And then I remember doing that. Um, like, there was this homeless guy that used to, like, walk by every so often. And I remember, like, he would be, like, singing to, like, we weren't singing the same song. But, like, he knew that I was singing. And I would be there quite often. Um, and then I remember moving again um, to the current place I have now, I think... Um, and there's a place I do play, um, still, it's a, it's at a different, it's at a parking lot, it's like a dental parking lot, um, so that's usually kind of where I play, is behind there, and then, um, um, those are kind of the easiest ways for me to play, but then it's like, I've been doing it less and less and less and less and less and less and less, um, so I am kind of ready to get back into it, but I, I don't know. It's kind of like a weird, um, I mean, I don't even know if I can really speak to it because I don't really, I can't really say that I really fully understand, but like there are times where it's just like, there's like a void of like, hmm, how can I explain it? All right. So there's like kind of like a, a, maybe like a void or something like a, like a, like a, like a, like a a creativity void if you will it's like I don't feel like motivated to play a lot of times um even though it's like you know there is the aspect where it's like music is is a release for sure um I do a lot of just like rocking out kind of like on my own just like air guitar style kind of like 
listening to stuff and like getting the rhythms down and kind of like learning songs and stuff just for like the memory of it but I I don't often um um I'm not like I was before where I would just like sit and play and like um just really be like playing in the music and stuff um I don't really do that um as often as I as I once was like so into it like I don't really um delve into it so much as far as like learning pieces um right now but um I mean I'm really I'm ready to get back in it um today is kind of one of those days where it's like I think sometimes I just need a lot of space from something for a while and then I can definitely get back onto it and it's like um but yeah I've I've um I've noticed that I, you know, have definitely fallen away from from being involved in music. And I think it's to a detriment in a way. Like, I do think I still get a lot out of, like, listening to music the way that I do and, like, going back to songs. I like that Spotify added, like, lyrics, so that's kind of helpful, too, um, to just, like, listen to the lyrics as I'm, like, or look at the lyrics. Because a lot of songs I maybe think I know the words and I don't or like I don't really know the words um but I'm starting to get more into like singing and playing again but more of like rock songs and uh maybe like acoustic um variations but I'm not too sure yet um but I am into it like I am totally into just like playing and singing and uh, delving back into it just in my own personal life um, it's just it's been a journey and you know I have a friend who um, is a blues man and you know he plays at churches still as far as I know and he records and he sent me something probably like last year I still need to actually listen to it but I'm going to probably listen to it tonight and then actually respond. I'm so bad. Like, me and this person are, like, so bad at responding to one another. So I kind of just don't respond to him. Um, Also because we don't, like, meet up. So it's really hard for me to, like, schedule, like, to, you know, plan to, you know, talk to somebody when it's like, I know I'm not going to see you for, like, a year or more. Um, The motivation just isn't there if I'm not going to see somebody sometimes. Um, unless it's like direct family members, but um, I'm really kind of uh, um, I I'm pretty interested in like like I'm kind of looking more forward to um, getting back into some of the skills that I was having before. Um, it's kind of like a new chapter, a new era in my life lately. Um, yes, I've probably noticed like my tones kind of changed. Uh, that Rona did a did a number on me, but um, I think I'm gonna be able to, you know, get more involved with things that I value. Um. 
kind of get back in touch with some of the roots that I came from with um uh some of my origins with like music and things that are medicinal types of things that I I noticed that you know I have been lacking and there's something that kind of goes missing when I'm not involved in in my writing or my art or my creativity or like my techie hobbies or you know music playing guitar or even like writing stuff on like computer you know things like that like I just um you know I don't want to like deprive myself of things like like I have been doing I've you know I I went through like a while where I was just kind of like edibles just tune out tune the world out come home and just like veg you know watch movies and text my friends and that was my night like every night um eat and then get hungry and then eat again and like while it was like relaxing and fun like it didn't really like give me any kind of like real like quality energy it was more like just enough of the edge off of the day to get me into the next phase of the next morning but it you know I'm kind of done doing that um and but it was a it was a I think it was a necessary process too um that I went through to kind of help kind of cleanse out my mind of a lot of um ways that I think because I'm noticing a lot of things that I think like I came to this kind of um, this isn't really what I was really trying to record about, but it's vaguely related. So I've talked about this maybe before that I don't know when this memory started becoming such a, a prominent part of my, of my, um, you know, memory, but literally I will wake up in the mornings thinking about this memory of a mistake that me and um, our praise team, so me and like two other friends of mine made because we didn't practice enough, um, me and them, you know, um, messed up the last song in a church service. Um, like we played through it, but it clearly wasn't, we weren't doing it right. Um, and it was like towards like the last verse or something. Um, so it was like the very end of the very end of the service. And then... Um, Somebody did confront us saying that, like, oh, you guys should practice more. And then, like, my friend confronted me saying, like, oh, like, I don't want to do that again. Like, he was kind of, like, embarrassed by it. And it it didn't phase me. It didn't phase me for, like, years, probably up until the last, like, year, maybe two max. And I started thinking about, like, the concept of, like... You know, when you have, like, embarrassment or shame or guilt or, like, low self-esteem about some something, you know? And I was like, why does this keep coming up now? Like, why why now? Like, why is it coming up now? Because it happened years ago. It happened before I even moved to San Diego. It was probably, like, 10 years ago. So I'm like, it happened, like, 10 years ago. So why am I even, like... Like, I wasn't even in my 30s. Like, like why, you know, am I even, like so concerned on this and then it kind of hit me I was like you know it kind of hit me today kind of like you know like I think sometimes when it comes to like 
things that give us like low self-esteem about ourselves or things that are like bad memories about something that I messed this up or like I should have done that better or um why did I do that like I'm so like the things that we get down on ourselves about and it's like it's the past I can't change it right but I think in a way it's like I'm noticing at least in my life it potentially I'm not sure but it potentially could have come back at this time in my life not exactly now but like it was it's been bothering me for like a while just not exactly lately but up until maybe the beginning of this year it was bothering me a lot and I was like why and I think the reason why is because of maybe the connectedness of the process I was going through at that time at that time you know when we had screwed up that song and it it was it wasn't even like we played so much I'm pretty sure nobody even remembers this I'm pretty sure the guy who did it doesn't remember this I'm pretty sure the guy who's playing drums doesn't remember this. Pretty sure the pastor doesn't remember it. None of my family probably remembers. Like, we've had so many praise teams that nobody is going to remember this. and But I remember it. And I didn't even really remember it up until maybe two years ago or so. But I started noticing, like, maybe this come, maybe it came up because it was a similar, um, a similar, um, um, time in my life like a similar um period in my life when I was dealing with the same types of things um I don't know how to explain that but basically okay so like an example I can give so back then at that time um we were supposed to be practicing I wasn't really like in the mood to practice I wasn't very assertive you know like I was there on time the singer was there on time this the main singer was the other singers were there on time I connected with these people who weren't regularly part of church anymore and invited them to come sing because I was like cool they're my friends and they'll they'll do it and I was like excited to have people come back to church that weren't really there like it wasn't like a I wasn't really into the whole like come back to church like come back to the Lord kind of thing it was more like socially I know that they felt isolated and not welcomed and so as the person that I was, you know, still friends with them, I felt like I can welcome them back in just to let you know, hey, somebody still remembers that you're here and you can still come and do praise team, come up on the stage. Like you don't have to feel like you're like you're like isolated out out of the group just because you don't show up or just because something in your life happened or just because you decided to make different choices or do something else with your time, you know, you don't have to feel like okay you're not one of us anymore and that was kind of my way of reaching out and then um but so when I saw them I wanted to catch up because we hadn't seen one another in like years probably at this point like not at like a church service uh we saw each other at like punk shows party stuff like that but we didn't see each other at like church and my friend who was playing drums was running late because he had to work late and so he told us set up his drums and then start practice and he'll be there late so I was like in my head I was like what would it hurt to just wait for him to get there so we can all play together and then by the time he got there he's a little mad he's like you guys haven't even started and we hadn't started at all and then because I wasn't assertive I didn't really want to like lead I was more used to like him or him leading so I didn't want to lead because like I mentioned I was kind of like shy about singing 
And so I was like, well, I don't want to, like, lead. Um, I just want to, like, be in the background and play, like, rhythm guitar in the back, you know. I didn't really want to lead it. And, but I needed to be assertive and, like, lead it and be like, hey, let's start. But I also wanted to catch up with my friends. So I was like, well, I would rather just catch up with my friends. And mind you, at this time, I was struggling in, um, I don't know if I, I don't know. I kind of waxed and waned with these different struggles, but it was like a time when I noticed not a lot of my life was too balanced. Um, I I didn't notice it then, but I notice it now. Like I wasn't like happy. I was kind of grumpy when I was around people. I was being spread thin. I felt like obligated to do a lot of things um, that were like cutting into my energy and time and like, you know, I was kind of go, forcing myself to go through the motions. So I you know, it showed, you know, and then this was one of those examples where it kind of showed where it was like, okay, the fact that I was like lacking in certain ways of like managing myself, it kind of carried out into these other areas in my life, in my life. And, um, and up until the point where like, it led to us like screwing up in front of a congregation of people. But I kind of think about it now. And I'm like, you know, there are a lot of similarities um, to maybe like my mood state, my lifestyle balance, my eating habits, my exercise habits, just like the healthy balance lifestyle of living that in the last maybe like not so much 2022, but in the last couple of years, I, a lot of stuff was kind of going through the by the wayside for me. And I don't want to blame the Rona. It wasn't totally that reason. It was kind of other stuff too. Because even before the Rona, like the Rona, I got my finances back in order and and learned a lot of stuff and got back into other things. So maybe I wasn't eating as healthy and maybe I was going too heavy on the edibles and eating like double dinners and like all that other kind of stuff. But um, I remember being um, like before that even like, um, I just wasn't in a balanced part of my life and it really showed up in my spending. And so, you know, and then when I would get super overwhelmed, because I'm noticing now when I get super overwhelmed, I get these like trauma triggers like in the morning. Like it can be anything from like, um, like kind of like flashbacks of like the past, like past traumatic stuff from like even like childhood or like, like earlier years and stuff of my life, early youth and stuff versus, uh, or like in addition to, or, um, you know, it could also be like triggering stuff. That's like, it, it started becoming stuff. That's like this embarrassing thing happened or like, you know, I got like, this is something that wasn't good about me, or this is something that wasn't perfect about me that like other people and my social groups or society might notice. And this isn't, you know, this is something that I'm not good at. And it was just the focus on like all this stuff. So I remember I would wake up in the morning with just like my head full of like, just like all this negativity of like, you're bad at this, you're not good at that, you screwed this up, you screwed that up, and it's just, like, all these memories would be flooding in, and it was, like, months, I would wake up with this happening for, like, months, and I don't even know what the heck, I was, like, this has never happened before, um, and I would just wake up with this, just, like, a mind full of that, and then I'd have to wake up and get ready and go to work, and I was, like, wow, like, 
you know, and I was like, okay, I just go through my day and I wouldn't like think about it. It wouldn't like come up like later on, like during work or anything. Uh, it might come up like when I was like laying down to go to bed, but maybe, maybe not. Um, and then I wake up the next day again, just like flood full of just like negative memories. And like, you know, I wasn't sleeping good. I wasn't eating right. I wasn't, um, just, I wasn't really taking care of things the way that was healthy. Um, and I wasn't like sitting down processing things. I wasn't doing anything creative. I was just checking out. And I was like, that's the first time in my life that that ever happened. Um, that I've been just waking up with that. But then also that's the first time in my life where I wasn't involved in like a creative process, um, to kind of like process things through or just like get the energy out in some kind of way, even if it wasn't directly related and just like have a different focus. Um, cause it, they were, it was pointless. I was like, why am I waking up with all these memories of stuff that happened when I was like a kid or in my teens or in my early twenties or stuff that happened? Like, you know, it wasn't even like current. It wasn't like, uh, like you screwed this up at work or like this or that, like, like it became that for a short period of time, but it was mostly just stuff that like I hadn't even thought about in so long. And I was thinking like, kind of, I don't know if it was today or like within the last couple of days, I was kind of thinking about like, why was that happening? Like, why was that happening? Um, I do think it's partially because of like the lack of like creative outlets. I was like allowing myself to kind of participate in. I mean, they were always there. They're always around. They're always available to me. I just checked out of them. And then um, another part of it was just that, you know, that those kind of creative outlets do create a balance in my life of some form that I was lacking in. Um, and maybe I didn't know I was lacking in it, but I was lacking in it. And um, the best way for me to um, kind of compare this time to that time, like 10 or so years ago, is just looking at my lifestyle then and looking at it now. It's like I wasn't balancing things then. I was struggling through school. I wasn't like, you know, usually a lot of times when I start struggling through something is because I'm not um, balancing out everything, you know, like there's something out of balance. And so maybe, you know, those memories coming up and that specific memory coming up so much was related to, you know, this, it mimics that, this time period's mimicking that time period. Um... I mean, it's not the case at the moment. I can't really say that that's happening anymore. Like, it hasn't happened lately, but yeah, it's just weird that it was happening so often. Um, like, almost every morning for, like, a really long time period. And, um, I mean, it's got to be something to do with some of the things I wasn't doing. Because that's the only thing I can really consider is that there's a lot of stuff in my life that I dropped. Um, just because I was, like checking out, you know, and I was like, um, it felt better. It felt better to just disconnect during that time period. But then it kind of led me to have to go through all those things. But then looking at it now from like, pretty much on the other side of it, but I'm still slightly still connected with it. But pretty much I'm on the other side of it now. And just looking into it and seeing like, oh, this was going on uh, for a long, a long time. Like, wow, you know, um, it was just a period of my life that, you know, I had stuff happening and 
Um, I knew I knew that it was going to change one day. I just didn't know how or why or when. And I wasn't really able to like see inside of that, like why or how it was coming up. Like what was it that was that was making this come on? Um, I remember talking to like a pastor about it and being like, I don't even know if I'm like possessed. Like I, I didn't know what was going on. Like it, like it was like, it was like such an intense experience to wake up in the morning. Like it almost felt like, 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 I don't want to call it auditory hallucinations because I don't think it was the same thing, but it was more like my mind, my thoughts were so loud. It was like, that's all I could hear in the morning was just like, I would wake up to just like that, just like voice, a voice, like my own internal, just like listening to myself, just tell myself all these negative things about myself. Um, just every morning I would just wake up like not every single morning, but a lot of mornings I would wake up with that and I would have to, you know, quiet myself down and be like, shut up, just shut up, just like stop, you know, and, you know, I would be waking up too early. This is like five in the morning. So it's not like I could go do anything. I couldn't like do anything, you know, um, you know, I couldn't like go anywhere to do anything. Like I still had to like work. You know, and I'm not the kind of person that's going to wake up at five and like go running or go to the gym or something that would have been productive. But it was like it got to me so much. It felt like debilitating. Like I would wake up in the morning. I'd feel like, how am I supposed to um, start my day and get through my day? Like every day I would wake up feeling like that with all that stuff going on in my head where I would think like this is going to bother me so much that I'm not even going to be able to function today. But strangely, it didn't, it didn't like interfere with the rest of my day. Like once I got busy, you know, I, I didn't even like remember what I was specifically thinking in the mornings, but I would just wake up in the morning and then like, here it comes again. Like all these like memories about all kinds of like just stuff, crappy stuff. It was never like good stuff. It was just like crappy stuff. And then just like, kind of like a, a you know, I, I like I found that I found um, that hybrid theory album by Linkin Park, I found that very, um, um, uh, relatable, um, not during that time only, but, like, I remember when I first got that album, it was a, it was a, it was a burned copy, like, a, a friend made a copy of it for me, I don't remember who, but it was, like, so long ago, like, um, they, they typed out the song titles, and, and album title on the on the they had like a cd um labeler and they put like the paper label sticker on the actual cd itself and gave it to me i can't remember who it was it may have been that friend that i was talking about who um was super into uh like playing guitar and stuff um it may have been him I can't recall, but I think it was him. Um, and yeah, I remember hearing the lyrics to, to like the hybrid theory songs because I was really into, I think the first video I saw by them was One Step Closer. And I loved that video and I loved the song. Um, and then after that, I, I got into, um, um, yeah, I got a little discouraged about liking them. 
because one of my friends was, like, ragging on him, just like, oh, like, they're nerdy, kind of, like, you know, so I started feeling like, oh, like, well, if they're kind of nerdy, like, maybe I shouldn't listen anymore, you know, but, um, yeah, I started getting into them, uh, like, lyrically, I really liked their songs, um, like, I just found them pretty relatable, and, um, you know, especially the the songs about, like, like, I kind of like those lines about, like, the voice inside of your head and all that kind of stuff, like, just a lot of the different lyrics, I was like, this definitely resonates with me, but, um, I kind of really liked it, and I was, um, into that album for a while, I still am now, um, it's still, on my YouTube, it's still one of my first put playlist I made was with uh, Chester on the on the thumbnail of uh you know one step closer and then um yeah just those kind of songs I remember learning that those songs they're all like I think a lot of them were like drop detuning and then trying to do them like karaoke and stuff um we don't sing Lincoln Park karaoke anymore ever since the death of, of Chester we just stopped um singing you know Lincoln Park songs just you know we just stopped it it's kind of like too emotional for us to like sing it so we just don't sing it anymore um I don't know we might go back to it when my friend comes in July we'll, we'll see how like, when all the all the neutrals get together we'll see I I used to joke and call it band practice and like like we would we would uh do karaoke and I call it band practice <laughs> um but that's kind of what it felt like it did feel like that same like you get this, like, brotherly, sisterly, like, sibling-like connection with, like, your band, you know, and, like, these guys, like, we call each other, we call ourselves the neutrals, and, like, we're kind of like a band, almost, we're, like, we really vibe on music and connect about, like, artistic and musical, you know, creative stuff, and, like, you know, we're in the same field of work, and then we kind of have a lot of the same, like, relationship struggles, and, like, you know, vulnerability isn't, like, the easiest of things for any of us, and we're just, like, trying to, like, create, like, a, you know, a, create, like, a stronger connection, um, because we can do that, and it's, like, hard, but I have one friend who's, like, actually actively trying to, like, make things more connected, and I, I don't tell him, but, like, I really do appreciate it, like, more than, more than he could probably even know, because I'm, like, I need that, but it's like I'm not the one to push. I can I can I can I can keep it I can keep it rolling. I can keep it kind of like sustained and like add to it, but somebody else needs to take the step first to like put themselves out there and then I can kind of like keep the ball rolling. Um I have a hard time just like initiating like by myself. So um yeah, he plays guitar. He's a musician. He's really skilled. Um my other friends are a really good singer um and we just kind of vibe and uh but I think um let me see sunset here is at 7 10 p.m so I'm gonna just kind of log off here for now and then uh I hope I hope this was interesting I hope it was enjoyable and beneficial um you know if people are out there trying to like figure out like how do I get how do I get back some kind of a spark you know you know, I'm learning that, you know, go back to things that you already know, that you already knew worked for you, that were already having medicinal properties, that were already, like, benefiting your life, go back to those things, especially if they weren't, like, unhealthy things, I'm not saying, like, go, like, 
do drugs or whatever, but like go back to the things that, you know, were healthy and that gave you like that positive energy in your life. And the thing is about going back to them is like, you're not learning something necessarily new. You're kind of like, you're in your new self going back to something that you already know. And so it's already going to be new. And so it's like less, but it's also like less mentally taxing to like just having that step where you're like, I got to like learn a language. I got to learn this language. Like now I got to like buy these books and do like all that stuff takes a lot of energy. Like, I feel like when you really want to, like, get that spark going again, you want to go into something that you already know how to do so that you're just, like, in the thing that you're doing and you're not, like, so concerned with, like, like, okay, you know? Um, You're not, like, overly concerned with that kind of stuff. So, um, I don't know. I'm debating if I'm going to go. I don't know. I might go I might go to Del Taco guys. Um I might go get some Del Taco for dinner. Um But yeah, I think that's all I got for now, so but yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. <laughs>